0: Rosary in the backfield, the crowd in full throat. They swing it out to Rosary on the right side. Rosary chased by Josh White, strung out, and Josh White and others will wrap him up for a loss. Way back, and the Rams with 138 left will get the ball back.
1: Growing the Game with Ballsy is a podcast dedicated to growing the game of football in Saskatchewan. Each week, Michael Ball will talk with rider guests, but he'll also highlight amateur athletes, coaches, and builders in this province growing the game we love. Now,
0: here's Ballsy and growing the game with Ballsy into its fourth year of existence and thanks for checking out the podcast. If you like what you hear, please give us a Google review and the best form of advertising is share this podcast with your friends and family and those in the football world. I am committed to giving our kids and coaches and builders in this province the grassroots level exposure, the exposure they deserve and quite often don't get. We should be looking to highlight and promote Canadian talent in the game of football. I am working on a Canwest Top 50 show with 10 best to the rest. So in essence, it's a top 60 hoping to hit YouTube or some sort of platform for you to check it out here in the summer. This podcast coming to you from the Regina Sports Performance Center Studio. Respect the effort. Join today at ReginaSports.ca. All our guests come to you on the Hammer Time Roofing Hotline, Hammer Time Roofing in Saskatoon. The only certainty five-star roofing contractor that's backed by a true manufacturer's warranty. Give them a call at 306-262-ROOF. Thanks to my other great sponsors, Mark Greshner Photography. Trust him to capture the big moments in your life. MarkGreshner.com. Face first medical aesthetics. Beat back father time in a naturally looking way. Second floor above Gabos on Dudney Avenue. Paul Waldo getting the real estate game with the three-time Grey Cup champion in the Regina area at Royal LePage 306-502-5355. Doubles at egg sales in Waverne for grain hauling, grain marketing, and crop insurance. Give Corey Zatarazniak a call 306 842 2406. They gear up with John Ryan Foundation. Thanks to the local football legend for giving to this podcast and giving back to our community, especially Regina Minor Football. AGT Foods, AGT Food and Ingredients, one of the largest suppliers of value added pulses, staple foods, and food ingredients. In the world, a great Saskatchewan success story. And all our guests come to you on the Hammer Time Roofing Hotline. Check them out in Saskatoon at 262 Roof. Thanks to Kevin Welsh and the gang for getting on board. Thanks to Aubrey Stedman and the gang uh, as they're sponsoring this podcast. As we're coming to you live from the Regina Sports Performance Center studio, I'm joined by football sass Mike Thomas, who also runs the Flag Football League. And Mike, that is an unbelievable league. Now, last Spring, you didn't get to play because of the pandemic, but we're trying to get some normalcy for the kids. Tell us about that. And you're looking for coaches to help too.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it really is uh, uh, something ballsy where we're trying to get kids an opportunity to play spring sport again. And as you mentioned, unfortunately, we weren't able to go last year with everything coming out of COVID and such. Um, although, We're not looking like we're at a better place this year than last year, but at least we have a better understanding. And with that, we're trying to have an opportunity for kids to play this spring. So, you know, we've been very fortunate to have 2,550 kids register for our programs. But, of course, with that comes the daunting task of trying to have individuals be in charge of those teams so you know we do have a large group of of individuals uh, both men and women who have volunteered their time to to be coaches however we're still at a shortfall and and that shortfall makes it impossible for kids to be able to play if they don't have somebody to lead the team so that's where we're at right now we're looking to seek some assistance in this as uh, it's definitely a great way to give back to the community and to help these kids out of this pandemic have something positive um, to look forward to here in the uh, coming months
0: now i did it for years with a couple of other dads because our kids were on the team so you kind of you're the dad coach that's just the way it is you step up you do it but what i love are the the young guys from like the thunder and the rams and and maybe even high school kids and not only ref but they come out and they coach teams that they don't have a dog in the fight so to speak
1: Yeah, you know, that's been the really uh, the neatest part of all that. Uh, And just even the other part, Balty, that we've really started to see here lately, which are the kids that have gone through played many years as uh, Ethan has played and and has moved on, Um, you know, obviously out of province now. But uh, for those kids that uh, are done playing, but then come back and want to help and want to coach, um, you know. And as you mentioned, we're seeing a lot more high school students uh, be giving back. And I think it's just the, the component of, of them understanding what volunteerism means. Um, you know, the the Regina Rams and the Regina Thunder do a great job, as well as the Regina Riot uh, volunteer. And, and those are very important and vital components, especially from our female side, where we're trying to seek and find more female champion leaders for. Our, all girls teams Mm -hmm. and you know just in general it's just great to be able to see the players give back to the sport that's given them so much and so we're definitely blessed to know uh, and have those individuals and and definitely seek to have more uh, be a part of our program as years to come.
0: We'll get into how they can join in a second and volunteer their time but it is a different world from when I coached because there was no pandemic no COVID protocols what does that look like for a coach because that adds an extra element of a challenge especially for the the younger tykes
1: yeah absolutely you know like right now with some of our covid protocols uh you know you're looking at all players being in masks you're looking at distancing you're looking at you know huddles that they could have normally be tight now have to be set or you know uh, widened sorry um you know it it, it just the way that they are in the sideline in terms of their interaction, they can't be closed. They have to be, uh, we have designated spots for them to be able to sit and be. Um, And so, you know, those are the different things that the teams have to get used to. You know, at practice, they can have, you know, one parent there or two, as long as they're outside the playing surface area at the games, they'll only be one. So there's a lot that, that really is a challenge. Uh, But with that being said, Every challenge has been met appropriately and properly. No issues, no problems. And, you know, the worst part about all this pandemic are the ones that have suffered the most have been the kids. The kids have done everything that's been asked of them. They have worn the mask. They have distanced as much as they can within their abilities of understanding what that means. They have listened to the rules. They have come in when they're supposed to. They've done what they've had to. And yet they're the ones who've probably suffered the most, like as if they've been the ones that have broken all the rules. So, you know, that's been the most difficult part, which is why our group is so passionate and Dedicated to doing anything and everything we can, even if it means that we can only get in one, two, three, four, five games, whatever the amount is, we still want to get something in. We want to give something for them and not just you know, just something like a taste. We want to make it a great experience, as it always has been with our program, and we're just wanting to make sure that that is available by having enough coaches available for them this season.
0: Before I get to the coaches' angle, one more thing for you. You could be an Olympic athlete. They're looking at adding this to the uh, Summer Olympics, which I think would be great for the sport of flag football.
1: Yeah, you know, we definitely uh, have been having these discussions at a national level and knowing how this is potentially working we're just trying to obviously within our own backyard is always take care of our stuff first so first and foremost obviously from a community level at the bottom of the pyramid is your grassroots program similar to this and then as we move up that chain uh we're obviously working within uh, high school athletics to have this be a part of the uh shsaa sport opportunities for uh, females in our province males as well but more so from the female perspective then we're working on a, a collective pilot project here with uh, Can West groups in regards to uh, female flag being offered at the university level, and knowing that there is there are these competitions across the country that there's this this unique uh, time frame of, of how this sport is growing, with the caveat being at the very end, the Olympics there's national teams for flag, um, two of which are actually from Saskatchewan. The, Sask- the, the senior women's team is a team out of Saskatoon and the men's team is a blend of mixed of players from Saskatchewan Manitoba and a couple from uh, um, out east. So we definitely have great uh, participation at all levels to seek that opportunity if it does ever get to the Olympics uh, and I think we're uh, kind of on a little bit of a path ahead of everyone so hopefully we'll see some Saskatchewan Olympians, if that day comes. Uh, and I would be uh, super happy to see that, uh, hopefully, in my time frame okay. of being around at Football Sask. Of
0: course, you're ahead of the game because you're Mike Thomas and Football Sask, and you got it going on. Now, let's talk about the coaching. How do you, first of all, I have one other question before we tell them where they go to to, to register and, and find out how to be a coach. You know, if I, when I first got into this, I had asked you for some tools and resources. I already knew football, so I knew kind of how to, you know, plan of practice, but for somebody that just kind of is getting into this and wants to be kind of that dad coach or a volunteer coach to help you out, do you have the necessary support and resources to help somebody? I know they can always go to YouTube, but it'd be great to talk to a guy like you and get some actual information.
1: Yeah, you know, that's been the one thing that we've really identified and focused on ensuring that anybody who's new, whether it be a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister, whomever it may be, that is, whether they've played the game or never played the game, that we would have an abundance of resources for them to feel very comfortable, very safe, and, and very um, uh, you know understanding of what the game is and how to be able to move forward. So with that being said, as you just mentioned, the resources that we would have are how to plan a practice. Here's practices that are planned for you for 10 weeks. Here's a a set of drills for age-appropriate groups to be able to be ran. If you don't like those drills, here's a library. And when I mean a library, over 400 different items to look at and have a part of, whether it be how to play, how to do this, how to run a defense, how to, you know, we've really analyzed that and work with a company um, that is actually a a tech company out of Saskatoon and developed a coaching app that has all of these components all synced into it. And the great thing with this is that this company, with some of the discussions that I have and partnerships that I have in the U.S., has been able to parlay it into a major sponsorship and, uh, and branding opportunity with a, a very large U.S. group, which a lot of people would know uh, encompassing with the NFL. Uh, so they've really helped uh, fast-forward our plans and, and what that looks like. So it really helps our coaches overall feel very comfortable coming into their practices, knowing what they're talking about, having coaching points and running plays, hear some play designs and it, it just it really makes everybody at the end Feel like a coach that's been doing it for ten, fifteen years, and they've only been doing it for maybe ten, fifteen, you know, minutes or even <laughs> you know, a month or, or two. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so it really uh, it's something that we really wanted to ensure that they could do. And we have coaching courses as well um, to help people feel very at ease uh, and not like they're just stepping into a bear trap without a way out.
0: Yeah. Okay, Mike. Lastly, uh, where do they go if they want to register, and when's the deadline for registering to be a coach in the uh, Spring Flag Football League? Uh, For those
1: that are interested in being a part of our organization, which we truly appreciate, they can head down to our website at ReginaYouthFlightFootball.com and then there'll be three tabs there to pick between spring, fall, and winter. And they just pick the spring option and uh, click on the coaches tab and that will take them right to where they need to go. And the time frame that they have to register we obviously would keep it open. The sooner the better would be great, because then that lets us know that the kids will have an opportunity to play and we won't have to turn anybody away. So, yeah, thank hey, you so much. Hey,
0: you said winter. What what What's up with winter? Are you doing a winter one too now?
1: You know what? <laughs> it's, it's funny. Uh, we did try that. And, you know, thankfully, uh, you know, we've had... A great partnership with one of the sponsors of the show, in Aubrey Steadman and the Regina Sports Performance Center, and uh, we had launched a winter program and had started week one. All these little <laughs> gaffers were in there. We got the teams rolling. We had protocols. You know, we worked along with with uh, Aubrey and what they have to do there, as well as what we had to do from SHA and, and everything. We had um, 200 40 kids wow. that we, we, we said that we're going to do, you know, a pilot and how this worked. It was beautiful to see these kids doing drills and stuff. Then COVID hit. Yeah. And COVID 2.0 is In regards to shutting down winter sport indoors this year so uh, November 26th we were done and uh, and we didn't get a chance to uh, to resume so hopefully you know Aubrey if you're listening we're coming back baby we're gonna try it again next winter the kids were pumped the parents loved it and uh, we know how to be able to make it work safely in that environment and uh, it was great to see and it was definitely something that was uh, well taken up of by uh, by the public for sure
0: well good on you good on football Saskatchewan and like our refined sponsor Regina Sports Performance Center for giving kids and, and athletes a chance to get through this pandemic mentally and physically thanks Mike take care buddy
1: thank you very much Ballsy much appreciate everybody have a great day
0: where there's sports there's Ballsy time for Ballsy's sports shorts well USC's a hard school to get into unless you know Lori Laughlin. <laughs> or you're a random homeless guy. A Couple of weeks ago, a homeless man was arrested after posing as a USC football player. He managed to fool everyone for several days and he wasn't hiding in the background either. You see, he ate meals with the team. He shared a jacuzzi with some of the players. He threw on a helmet, jersey and cleats in the locker room and fielded punts during practice. That's hilarious. They finally caught him because, well, he sucked at catching punts. Does that not sound like an Adam Sandler movie? Kyrie Irving of the Nets got really upset when another black player called him the N-word. He's not down with anyone using it, ever. And for once, I agree with Kyrie Irving. I've been saying this for years. People say, you can't have an opinion, Ballsy, because you're white. B.S. If it's a deplorable word, which it is, then nobody should be using it. Period. I also agree with Hall of Fame quarterback, Brett Favre. Favre wants politics out of sports. Quote, I know when I turn on a game, I want to watch the game and not what's going on outside the game. He also says that in his day, there were no racial issues in the locker room. Quote, that was sort of a protected space, if you will, where we could kind of let our guard down. We were in something together. We fought together, we won together, we lost together, and we were truly a family. You know what? It is. It's too bad the world couldn't operate like a sports dressing room where people from all different backgrounds, races, religions come together for a common goal and set their differences aside. But unfortunately, life's not as easy as sports. Rob Gronkowski thinks there's a 69% chance that retired receiver Julian Edelman plays for the Buccaneers next year. And I think there's a 100% chance that whenever Gronk needs to come up with a number out of thin air, it's always 69. Edelman announced his retirement because of a lingering knee injury. And really, it's probably because after Tom Brady left, it was hard to adjust to catching the footballs that were fully inflated. Hurt his knee, kind of twisted him to one side and the other. Ah, yes, can't let that one go. Cleveland Browns quarterback, Baker Mayfield is 26 today. He'll spend the day just like each of the other 364 days of the year shooting a new progressive insurance commercial. Although, I do like them. The LA Dodgers World Series ring has 100 diamonds. Let's put that in perspective, okay? Take the number of real diamonds in your woman's engagement ring and then add 100 Former Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence, the consensus first overall pick in the upcoming NFL draft, got married. After a brief honeymoon, the couple will reside in Jacksonville, suffering through a playing career with the Jags. O.J. Simpson came out in support of Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson, and if that doesn't help Watson in the eyes of America, I don't know what will. Tiger Woods thought he was in Florida after his accident, but then he took a breath, smelled the ocean instead of meth, and realized he was in California, not Florida. This
1: has been Growing the Game with Ballsy. If you have a football story you'd like to share to help us grow the game, email Michael Ball at mball at harvardbroadcasting.com. Balsy can be heard weekdays in Regina on 104.9 The Wolf Morning Show and during Saskatchewan Rough Riders and U of r Rams broadcasts on 620 CKRM.